so part two now um remember that i don't know if i told you guys this but it takes a long time to get a permanent residency which means i need to get a visitor's visa however you cannot get apply for a visitor's visa until the person inviting you has a permanent residence so my wife ended up not having a permanent residence um they did stay with some friends and they did end up finding an apartment thank goodness uh, after a lot of searching um a lot of stress because essentially what happened is that we assumed we would be living in area a uh, which ended up being fake but we had already signed up our daughter for the daycare in area a and then we ended up living in area f because our friends who my wife and daughter were staying with lived in area f so it was a crazy long commute every day just because we had already signed up to this daycare and my wife started a new job in the city so it was a long commute anyways um, fast forward they did get an apartment lovely apartment um, and my daughter was able to move 100 meters away from the house so um super mom super mother super nanny super cleaner super everything my wife has been an all-star for the last um what eight weeks um she went from a world where she had a three-bedroom house and basically a full-time nanny to being the everything and anything for my daughter um took some time for my daughter to understand that i wasn't there and i wasn't going to be there uh, which is very sad. Uh, I'm very sad that a lot of miss. I missed a lot of things uh, in her life, such as her first experience on a train. Um, you know, her first, a lot of firsts in Sweden. Uh, her first day in daycare. Ah, man, it's uh, it sucked. It sucked. Um, however, um, we didn't have a choice. Uh, other families have been waiting to relocate for a year and a half or longer. And so, yeah, this is just kind of the experience of relocating to Scandinavia. Uh, people complain about it, but there's not much that we can do, not, not much that can be done. Um, but yeah, uh, the truth is my daughter absolutely loves the playgrounds, which is great. They got to enjoy the good weather. Um, she loves the food. Um, and then I don't know if you've been, if you followed along from the beginning, um, we always really wondered how teaching a child languages works and uh, strategically uh, which i spoke about initially in our conversations you know in my podcast um we said my wife would always speak to my daughter in swedish and i would speak english and uh, try to speak some kiswahili to her now my daughter has been in sweden for eight weeks and she now speaks probably 80 percent swedish 20 percent english um so she got there comprehending a lot of it actually um and in daycare it's just increasing improving however it's by no means is she starting from ground zero so um oh my goodness um i think everyone's very proud of my wife uh she's been an all-star in that front and yeah it's it's uh it's shocking sh- shocking actually I, my daughter and my wife speak now to each other in full swedish which wasn't the case before because my daughter would um respond in english but now she speaks full swedish well not full swedish. Uh, okay she speaks a lot of swedish probably 80 percent, like i said so i look forward to um learning from my daughter and my wife because now i'll be the guy who doesn't know the language and then i'm probably going to implement a very strong trying to teach us swahili words and swahili language because um yeah 
kind of have understood the model and i think it, it it's beautiful <sighs> what's the light at the end of the tunnel um like i said august sucked september my my, my wife and daughter found a home moved daycare um have a routine um have a home and the good news is last week i went to nairobi and applied for my swedish visitors visa which came through so i'll be going to sweden next week for a few months to hang out with them as i wait for the permanent residency to come out so um i'll be reunited with my family um which is excellent excellent news for me and for us and uh, just for my wife to have some support uh, for my daughter to stop asking me why I'm in Kampala and why I'm not in Sweden, uh, for me to be with them. And yeah, you know, it's one thing when you control your life and you know the decisions that you're going to make. It's, it's very different somebody telling you you can't go to a country versus me saying I'm going to go to another country to work for three months. At least that's a family decision and you kind of plan for it. In this case, we really didn't plan for it. Um, but like i said there's light at the end of the tunnel um yeah man so the grandparents have seen my daughter finally or their grandchild um our friends in 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 stockholm are looking forward to having me around or excited that we're around um so yeah man that's been uh, the ups and downs of the jia household um man the other disasters were on my side where we basically had six years worth of belongings uh, let's say half of them we put on a container to go to Sweden and then the other half we sold. And because I thought I was going to be here for a very short time, um, we sold a lot of stuff. And then I had to find a new home, a one bedroom that could house me. And then I have, had to buy everything over again. So it really sucks because I used to be like, there's some stuff that I gave away, sold, that I could have used. Pretty much everything in my kitchen I really liked. And then uh, it's kind of one of these things where you're like, oh, you know, we're having a clearance sale and you sell it and then you get a new apartment and you're like, oh my goodness. Thank goodness I kept this carpet. And I think I kept, I th- strategically, I kept two spoons, two forks, two knives, two cups. So, yeah, because I have to be back here in a few months. I'm not in Sweden permanently. I have to have kind of a a home here. So yeah it's it's just it's just been crazy mess and then uh, the last part of the movie is we had a vw golf that we brought from kenya and then uh when my wife got a job here we got uganda number plates and then now that she's left we need to get the kenya number plates back and our clearing agent insisted that we can go to kenya without number plates on the car because uganda had destroyed we think destroyed the Kenyan plates four years ago, whatever it was. And after much fighting with her, I lost the battle and decided to drive to Nairobi, which is supposed to be about a 17 hour drive. Halfway through, um, I got to the Kenya border and they wouldn't let me drive in and they detained my car. And it sucked because um, I spent six hours at the border bullshitting, arguing, fighting. And then I had to take a cab from Busia to Nairobi. That is a, should be about a seven hour drive. It ended up being 10 hours because we hit standstill traffic at some point. 
um, and it's not stand, a lot of people think of standstill traffic like oh there's cars in front of you and not moving this is like everyone gets out of their car and you just stand around for three hours between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. doing absolutely nothing no car is moving in sight for kilometers ahead of you so it really sucked and I, I, I am still we this is two weeks ago we still haven't gone in the car so yeah it's a mess man it's a mess but hopefully it's sorted out eventually I don't really know what the solution is but yeah man that's been uh, the life of the NGA here the last few months but um, hopefully some sanity will come back to our lives because yeah things haven't been uh, as smooth as we wanted them to be but um like i said before there's light at the end of the tunnel um i hope you're all well um i do have a lot of other things that i want to talk about but i just thought it would be just good to tie 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 this story up and give you guys an update and yeah it 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 was it it, it was wild it was wild to say the least thank you for listening bye